This is Big Red Birdies with Nebraska golfers Lindsey Teal and Megan Whitaker on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. And welcome to Big Red Birdies here on 93.7 The Ticket. I am Lindsay Teal, and I'm here with my teammate Megan Whitaker. And our head coach, Jeannie Sutherland, is here with us tonight, too. So we've got a pretty good episode coming up. Uh, We're excited to chat with you guys. And um, as always, we've got our Sarder Heyman text line that's open. That's 402-464-5685. So let us know if you have any questions. Kind of as we talked about last week, we're just getting our season started. We leave tomorrow, actually, for our first tournament in Florida. So we're getting ready for that, and we're really excited to go down to some warm weather. Yes. Yes, we are all very ready, especially after how cold it's been here. Yeah. Yeah, today's wind chill made me definitely yearn to be in Florida. (laughs) Ready to go. Yes, me too. Um, Yeah, we're going to get to that a little bit later on the show tonight, but we first kind of wanted to start off. um, We had a pretty big day for the female side of athletics at Nebraska yesterday. It was National Women's in Sports Day. Um, and so we had a very nice brunch banquet that they put on, a nice Huskers, they called it, um, banquet that they had for us at Devaney. And we just kind of heard from some speakers and had some pretty cool videos and um, panels of both coaches and student athletes just for us all to kind of come together and appreciate where um, women's sports have come since Title Nine and just the opportunities that we get today, which was really awesome. So I figured we could start off talking about that because our coach was on the panel. So she had some pretty great things to say too. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm one of the older coaches, I would imagine, even though I've only been here a year, I've coached for 30 years and I was 12 when title nine was, um, enacted. And Mm -hmm. it's, I think something that has worked for uh, women in sports and, and women in all areas, I think, especially in the university setting because federal funding comes only if you are in compliance with Title IX. So um, I think it's been I think it's been a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you sure. remember the day that Title IX got passed? No. No. Okay. Ah, I don't <laughs> think so I, I went online today to look at what happened in 1972 and to see if I remembered any of it because, you know, I turned 12 that year and <laughs> basically I was like a Cubs fan, you know. Yeah, that's um, what you remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do remember it was the year that uh, at the Olympics there was um, an attack uh, the terror Palestinian terrorists, I believe killed, I don't even remember how many, like 13 or 15 or 17 or something Israeli athletes in the Olympics. And I do remember that very vividly. And it's the first time that I ever kind of linked politics to sports. Hmm. And so that's sort of, um, it, it kind of ties in with title, uh, yeah, title nine, because, Honestly, it's the first time that politics and sports kind of came together for me when that year. And I remember we all just were glued to the television set because we would watch the Olympics religiously no matter what sport was on. And, um, yeah, so it was it was a vivid memory of mine watching that whole terrorist situation and how sad it was mm. and how it was so misplaced. Mm-hmm. 
Do you remember um, sports in general, but also just sports for women changing right after that? Or what did that kind of look after it was put in place? No, I don't think, I think everything takes good time to change. I don't think it changed right away. I, I, um, I was lucky I grew up in Iowa because we already had great sports um, as far as junior high and high school sports. You know, I could have played any three sports in every season. Like we had swimming and diving and mm. track and cross country and basketball and volleyball. I mean, we had a wide array of sports that we could have played. And so I played four sports in high school and um, was very happy to do so, you know. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't think things changed that much for us right away, but I think scholarships changed. And then I think funding started to change. So they had to add women's sports in colleges because we had to have the same number of women competing as we had men. And and men are already at a disadvantage as far as football because they have 100 on the roster, let's say, you know. Mm-hmm. And so there's no women's sport that has 100 on the roster. So, um, so they started adding women's sports. And that was, you know, that was great. And so for, for me, I got a – a little bit of a golf scholarship to go play golf at Northern Iowa. And, you know, I was off. <laughs> I was yeah. ready. So, yeah. Yeah. Megan, what did you take from the day yesterday? What was that like just being there and at the brunch and everything? It was awesome. I think they did. The athletic department did a very good job putting it on, um, making it just a very special occasion, I would say. Um, I thought they had – just very good speakers throughout, very cool videos just showing how much, specifically in Nebraska, women's sports have just how they've looked over the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, they showed highlights from, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know when those videos were, but some of those teams winning national championships. Um, so I just thought it was a really special day. And just to hear um, from the coaches and even the so there was a student-athlete panel as well, just share their experiences of how they think Title IX has impacted them and, and just where, you know, how much further they, it can go to continue, yeah, yeah continue yeah. on. I think it's really cool to hear just the stories of how it used to be for people when they played here compared to how it, it is for us. Yeah. Um, and I guess you with your mom playing golf here as well, you have a little bit of that story, but I had never really heard a lot of that or what that was like for women to play a college sport during that time but there was a lady yesterday who was on one of the videos and she was talking about when they first got the softball team here at Nebraska um and they were on a field right behind Mabel Lee Hall I mm-hmm. think and um she just talks about how they would have to go out on the field and clear away all the rocks and the if there was ice on the field or whatever they were the ones or the glass or whatever it was they were the ones clearing it off before their game so that they could play and she yeah. just talked about how how they were literally just there because of their love for the game and they would do anything they could just to be able to put on their shoes that they brought with them from their hometown just to be able to go play. And there was nothing else, like, there was no other motivation for them besides just their love of the game, which I thought hearing those stories and just where um, college sports for women came from and how it started and um, who pushed for it just because of their love for the game, that I, that was awesome mm-hmm. to hear and to see that. Yeah, I think it's really important for the younger people to hear those stories because I think, like, if you go out and get a coaching job and you sort of take for granted what you have, I don't believe that you'll push for more as hard as people who have had to push their whole lives. Mm. And so I think it's really important that young coaches continue to push for more and equality and 
equal pay and equal representation and all those things. And so it it's really good, I think, that they're introducing all of y'all. And, and we had such great turnout from student-athletes yesterday. I was so excited to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and as well as business people from Lincoln and Omaha and um, coaches yeah. and staff. It was a great turnout. It was. It was. Yeah. What are um, just some memories of what you have when you played golf in college and then when you first started coaching? How did it look then compared to how it does now? Well, it's completely different. I mean, we <laughs> – only flew to nationals that was the only time we got on a plane so we drove and drove and drove and drove I mean <laughs> because you know we had the same challenges y'all have with weather so we we got in the car and drove south yeah um until we've you know we we played a lot at Oklahoma southwest Missouri State had a big tournament um played yeah we played Arkansas we played in all the southern states in the spring so it was yeah it was kind of fun I mean a lot of time together mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> we got one uniform a year and our senior year we had four uniforms <laughs> so um I remember I told Megan the other day that you could see through the right shoulder of my shirt because I carried my bag on my white my white shirt that I got my freshman year for four years so um we brought our own equipment in. We did get bags. Um, we were super proud of our golf bags. Uh, we used the same bag for four years. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's just different. But we still felt pretty special, honestly. I mean, we were one of the first teams at the school that I went to to use the weight room, and I remember how much pushback we got for that. And then when I went to coach at A&M, they had never worked out before as a team and I pushed for that. Well, I demanded it sort of. And, um, and I got a lot of pushback from Mm -hmm. the head strength coach too. And they didn't want any sight of golfers in their weight room. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, all the things that are now somebody pushed for some, sometime or someplace. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I know. Um, even when I was growing up, I just hearing stories from when my mom played college golf and then comparing it to now, I mean, and she did play at Nebraska and I know she talked about like their indoor facility and just, they would just hit balls in a net. They didn't have any technology to track the ball. They had nothing. And compared to what Mm -hmm. we have now, we have, you know, full on simulators that give you every single number you could ever need. And it's just crazy how much in even just 30, 25 years, how much, it's changed yeah it's it's awesome i'm i'm really happy that y'all are getting what you should get um to be successful because it what you have matches your hard work mm-hmm. so yeah it's, it's it's really fun to see yeah it, it was also cool i thought they just talked a lot about um yesterday and gave a lot of credit to just the support we received too yeah. from just the nebraska fan base the whole state of nebraska really but also just the administration and everybody in the athletic department I think we have one of the best places here for that just the support we receive is incredible yeah I've I've been around a bit and I would say yes yeah (laughs) your athletic department is phenomenal in supporting you um the fan base is awesome like the South Florida uh, fan club has been Husker club has been emailing me and they're excited to come out and cheer us on (laughs) in Boca this week so um 
And and you know what it's like when we go to Westbrook. There's, there's mm -hmm. it's like Nebraska Central. Yeah. So That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Multiple speakers yesterday talked about the fan base and just mm -hmm. the experiences of no matter what type of weather it is, no matter what any predict like any analyst predicts for a mm -hmm. team, the fans still always show up. Like, and that is just, that's just very special. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that means so much to us too, as athletes, just to know that that support is behind us and that we have people cheering us on and who believe in us and who just really want to see us succeed. And I think that motivates us too to just be able to um, work harder and do better for them too, just knowing that we have that support system behind us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very cool to represent your state. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that we both get to do, uh -huh. which is pretty awesome. Yeah. What, how would you say, especially for your family, you know, you I mean, you have five, there's five of you, all girls, how much have sports impacted just your family in general and the opportunity you all have to be able to play sports? Yeah. Um, an incredible amount for sure. Uh, just coming from a very sports filled background and my family and my dad was really involved with sports and played basketball in college and everything um so I guess yeah just from a young age it was kind of just something that we all enjoyed and my dad really included us all in that and just brought us up in a bunch of different sports and whatever we wanted to learn or whatever we wanted to try he was gonna teach it to us or if he didn't know it he was gonna find somebody who did so that we could learn um and then just growing up around a bunch of sisters who shared that it was really easy to just grow in love with it even more whatever sport that was just because it was so fun to play in the backyard or in the driveway or whatever it was um so yeah it was definitely definitely had a big impact on me when I was little um and then getting into high school I mean I never felt I did play on a boys team for golf throughout high school but I never once felt like there wasn't something offered to me or anything like that it was just I got into high school we wanted to play golf our school was too small for a girls team so we played with the boys and it worked there was never any there was really never any pushback or anything like that it was just full support um I remember having meetings about it with the head coach and with the administration and they were just so fully behind it and so excited that we were going to continue to do that and that we were going to be on that team um so I I mean I think about that a lot and just even having friendships with some of the guys that I played with to this day and just having a really good relationship with my high school coach um, and just thinking about how much that meant to me that they were so welcoming and just so excited to have me on the team and just throw me right into it and make friendships and get to know the guys. Um, yeah, that was just so influential and just such, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't think I would be here if I didn't have, you know, a high school golf experience. So mm -hmm. just having that um was incredible and just having that opportunity where again there there was so much support for it um and just a lot of people behind me cheering for me even though it wasn't a super common thing yeah 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 I mean women I mean it's just it's crazy because I I could not imagine my life without sports yeah. I, I mean it's just <laughs> yeah well you're very confident I think in in your daily life so do you think sports helped develop that confidence I would say definitely yeah how hmm I think um I mean soccer was the first big sport I had gotten into and I think um I was I guess I was the same age but I was a grade older than everyone just because I'm young for my grade and so I think I was always looked at as more of the leader on the team 
and um, also because I played defensive back, so I was I could see the whole field, and I was in charge of you know telling everyone what's going on. Um, I think that gave me confidence just from a young age of you know leading a team and just I think just even being in a team environment and just having so many close friends just helps anyone with confidence Mm -hmm. yeah yeah excellent Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. I think with that too um just all the different lessons that you learn from sports and even when you're young when you encounter something really hard you know with the sport and you come home and you know my dad would talk to me about it or whatever but it was like okay you you get through this you don't just quit and decide that was too hard I'm not gonna play golf anymore or whatever it was um you just talk about it you find a way to get through it and to deal with it and I just think there's a lot of confidence that comes from that just knowing little I mean little obstacles that build up into bigger obstacles there's always those with any sport that you play and so I think just learning from a young age um how to persevere through those instead of just kind of quit and not play Mm -hmm. anymore because something got hard I think that carries a lot of confidence even even to what we're doing today and just there's a lot of hard stuff that comes with college golf and a lot of stuff that we have to work to overcome and to get better at and to improve um but just kind of having that confidence from knowing that we've done it in the past and just little things have built up over the years I think that brings a lot too yeah I had such a different uh relationship with my parents in golf than you guys did because they didn't play golf. So I would get home from a tournament and they would say, did you win? And I'd either say yes or no. If I said yes, they'd go, oh, great job. And if I said no, they'd say, oh, well, there'll be another one next week. That was the extent of the conversation. Yeah. Yep. Like, it, yeah. was a, it was like, eh. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. My dad was a basketball coach, so he didn't, yeah, gotcha. he didn't know anything about golf. So. Gotcha. How much have sports changed your life? I mean, you're still with sports now, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, when I think of what golf, the sport of golf has done for me, I mean, I've gotten to meet and speak with three presidents of the United States. Like, just that alone, just is like, who who gets to do that mm-hmm. in their life if they're not in a position of, I say, politics or leadership? Mm-hmm. Well, you do if you're the golf pro. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, if Jerry Ford holds, holds this tournament at your golf course, you know, or if the George Bush is a member at the club where you guys are playing, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just a different, uh, a different world of, um, really getting to travel to great places and meet incredible people and coach great players. And I mean, it's just been a phenomenal career. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, with that, we're going to cut to break here really fast, but we'll be right back. This is Lindsay Teal, Megan Whitaker, and Coach Jeannie Sutherland here on Big Red Birdies at 93.7 The Ticket. 